building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and happy Wednesday. Today's topic is about how marketing is not a cure for bad business strategy. Actually, I posted on this topic a few weeks ago on LinkedIn. And because of the conversation that happened in the comments, I knew, I just could feel (laughs) that I needed to turn it into a podcast topic. So here we go. You know, I have said this many times and I've seen it posted up and down on LinkedIn from marketers that know what the heck that they're talking about. Marketing is not magic and it definitely is not a magic cure for a bad business strategy. Let's say it again for the people in the back. Marketing absolutely cannot cure a broken business. And the same thing with sales. Sales is not a cure-all for a broken business. There are so dang many things that marketing can do for a company, but there is a very long list of things that executives and buyers and people expect out of marketers that we absolutely cannot do. Let's cover some of them. One, marketing cannot fix a company that says they want to do marketing, but they won't take marketing's advice. My God, this has happened to me so many times. Y'all, don't hire a marketing consultant to advise you on marketing if you don't actually want to listen to their advice. There are also lots of different kinds of marketing providers. You can hire a marketing provider that is going to do what you say, or you can hire one to come in and come up with a strategy to meet your goals. Those are two completely different kinds. And there's nothing wrong with either of them. But don't hire the provider that's going to come in and create a strategy and get really deep into your company and your industry and what's working and what's not. And stakeholder interviews and figuring out how to reach your audience for you to say, well, I think we should be doing billboards. That's a very extreme example, and no one actually says that. But anyway, I've seen this a million times. If you don't want the advice of a seasoned marketer, don't hire a seasoned marketer. It will save you headache, and it will save you time and money. The second thing that marketing cannot fix is a product that does not live up to the expectations set by sales or a product that lacks product market fit. Again, I've seen so many of these examples. You might be able to spin out an MVP, but you can't market it on all of the features that it will have in the future. Or the famous thing that sales loves to do, which is like, yeah, yeah, that feature is coming. And then it gets shoved down the roadmap and suddenly someone has signed on to use your product, but the feature that they really wanted wasn't there. That is the perfect recipe for churn. Marketing cannot fix a product that isn't ready for market yet, period. Here's another thing that marketing cannot fix. Marketing cannot fix a leadership team with shiny object syndrome. You cannot change your goals every day and get to any of them. 
again, something, I feel like a broken record. I've seen this so many times where I'll be working with a company or a CEO that's like, hey, I saw on LinkedIn that someone's doing this. We should try this. Hey, I saw on LinkedIn that we should be using this email tool. Hey, I saw on, you know, whatever. I was listening to a podcast and they said they need to do this. Hey, I was talking to someone in my YPO group and they said that we need to repackage and redo our pricing. It's great to take advice. It's great to seek out advice from other people. That's exactly what you should be doing. But it all has to be filtered through what you know, your experience, the advice of your mentors and coaches, research, and every single thing that you hear shouldn't be chased after. Shiny object syndrome is truly one of the biggest killers that I have found in business, and it cannot be solved by marketing. The fourth thing that marketing cannot fix is a sales process that creates too much friction for the buyer. Please don't make your buyers visit your website, click 70 times to get to a requested demo form, fill out a million form fields because that's what your C-suite wants filled out even though it reduces the number of people that actually fill out the form by 90%. I just made that up, but... It definitely can happen. The more fields you put on a form, the less likely it is to get filled out. So gather what is absolutely necessary and then make a buyer sit through all of these sales demos and then give them the price three meetings in. That is a surefire way to piss people off. Today, buyers are smart. They want to do most of their research and most of their buying process before they even get in front of a salesperson. And so we want to make it as easy as humanly possible for them. We want to build websites that solve their problems, not that trap them into getting a million phone calls from our salespeople so that they can sit on 25 meetings and then get a price that's too high for them in the first place. Number five, Marketing cannot fix a broken company culture. If you have crazy high turnover within your company or you're doing things like gutting your product team and having all of the brain drain happening within the company. So suddenly no one knows what happened in the product or the same thing can happen in every single department. If the company culture is broken, if leadership is not setting the right example, if people are not being paid appropriately and treated appropriately, that is not a problem that marketing can fix. Okay, that was very ranty and Actually, it felt kind of good. Like I might start sending this to people. But I want to cover what you should expect from a solid marketing team. One is pushback on your notions about what the market wants. Every founder, every founding team started the company for some reason. They used to work in the industry. They had a bad experience. They started a software platform to fix the experience that they had. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And also, industries change, markets change. You cannot build an entire sales and marketing program and growth engine on your assumptions about what the industry used to look like 10 years ago when you started the company. Make sure that you're working with marketers that are going to validate your assumptions via conversations with your customers. Another thing that you should expect from a solid marketing team is they should have the guts to tell you if your message is confusing and not resonating with your audience. And you, as the stakeholder, as a decision maker, you have to be open and willing to hear it. Just because something worked a few years ago doesn't mean that something works now. 
The third thing that you should expect from a solid marketing team is strategic recommendations and not just being yes men. Again, back to the very first point that I covered in this podcast, you didn't hire a marketing team to take orders from you. You hired a marketing team or an agency or whatever it may be because they have knowledge. They have industry experience. They have worked with a zillion different companies and clients and they've tested so many things and you brought them in because you believed in what they had to offer. So you have to take their recommendations. The fourth thing that you should expect from a marketing team is the willingness to go to bat for their strategy. Most marketers are used to this. It is extremely, extremely rare that you put together a strategy and it just gets passed through and funded. Actually, I talked to a prospect probably like two months ago at this point, and she had a board meeting coming up where she was presenting her annual strategy and the budget, and she was stretching a little and asking for some things she hadn't asked for before. And I was like, ooh, good luck. You know, those can be situations where <laughs> where everything blows up and they're like, no budget, no new hires, we're freezing everything. I mean, and there's a lot in between. So I talked to her at the next meeting and she was like, they loved it and they approved it all. And that was the craziest thing I've ever heard because it never happens. Most good marketers have a willingness to go to bat for their strategy and their ideas and they might even argue with you on it. And that's good. That's exactly what you want because you know that they are bought in and dedicated to doing the right thing for the company. Last but not least, A good marketing team also has to admit when they are wrong and when they need to change course. They don't report out on their campaigns to you in a way that highlights the good and buries the bad. They don't report out and say, oh, we just need to keep doing this for a little bit longer and then it'll work. Not every marketing strategy works, and that's just a fact. Marketers need to know when to throw in the towel and when to keep going because they think it is going to pay dividends. Remember this, for the companies that employ these smart marketers and they listen to people that have their ear to the ground and the marketers that have the guts to challenge the status quo, marketing can do a ton It can change a lot, but it cannot fix a broken business strategy. Dang, that felt really good to add color to that post that I put up a few weeks ago. So if you saw that, hit me up on LinkedIn. Tell me that you listened to this because I really wanted to just go a few levels deeper than I was able to in, you know, a snappy and sassy LinkedIn post. All right, if you got value out of the episode today, share it with one person, one marketer, hey, one decision maker that is figuring out who they should be hiring and what they should expect from a marketing team, what not to expect, or maybe even someone that's making one of the first mistakes that I covered. Uh, Send it along and help me grow this podcast. I appreciate you and we'll be back next week with my first guest sharing their social media growth secrets. 